0: A definition of hell that I heard was: On the day that you die, you meet the person you were supposed to become.
1: Welcome, welcome to the Better
0: Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane.
2: What's happening, everybody? Thank you, and welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm Jenna today i'm extremely excited i feel like i say that very often but it's the truth um i have a friend on uh, josh kirsch today and i'm fired up because i feel like he he brings such a different a different aspect to the show i feel like he's just got that grit he's just a tough guy um josh i'm glad you're here brother
0: thanks sir thanks for being on
2: um at the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point, and I'm going to do that right about now. But I'm going to let you go first.
1: All right, it's about time. Um, well, as a serious introvert, I think that today I want to talk about how grateful I am that you, Matt, um, meet new people so seemingly easily. Um, and Josh, I know. I've only known you for like 30 minutes, but um, you seem like a really great person to have thank you. Thank had you. the opportunity right. to meet. So Matt, thank you, Matt, thank you for being doubt. an extrovert. And Josh, thank you for being here today. Yes. Um, I also just want to address something really fast. Oh, um, I'm having a really they, tough time. They can't see this though. I, I know. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness this is only audio at this point. Now because I gotta, Now Matt's, I got to
2: put it on social media.
1: Matt's had a beard. He's been growing a beard since november and it's mid-august now so it was a pretty significant beard and he shaved it off today except for this terrible terrible super troopers style mustache and i'm having trouble just looking at matt's face right now
0: i'm seeing the new ron jeremy that's that's all i'm seeing
1: (laughs) there's a lot of compliments in there
0: (laughs) um (laughs) Well,
2: if I had to hit you with my gratitude point, it would be that um, I'm super, super grateful to have functioning ears, though Jenna believes that I don't have the best functioning ears because she screams at me from across the house and I don't hear crap. Um, (laughs) You know, I was thinking about it. Uh, I've listened back to some of these podcasts. Yes, I listen to my own crap. And uh, just if, if I didn't have that ability, that would be such a, such a, like a soundless world, as ridiculous as that sounds. I mean that, and all the color that I could put it. But I'm just, I'm happy, and I, I know that not everybody does. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, what? What?
1: That's, that's usually half of our conversations. What?
2: Oh uh, yeah. What? 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 <laughs> um, Josh, if you have a gratitude point, man, hit us with it. If not, no biggie.
0: Oh, I do. Uh, man, there's a lot to be, uh, to be grateful for, to be thankful for. Um, I feel like probably one thing i'm more grateful for than anything um is opportunities to grow uh most of the time that's disguised as a uh, a setback or a trial or a hardship or something that just seems like oh shit i can't do this but it it comes to that point of looking back once you get through that and it's like oh i wasn't going through anything i was i was growing i was becoming what i was meant to be i'm i'm changing i'm doing what i had to do to be where i had to be yeah. That's and awesome. and to, to, say the,
2: to say the least, I, I, Josh and I have known each other not too, too long now. Um, there's a lot that he's going to say today that I have not heard. I've heard some pieces. Um, and I, I guess to, to dive into it, really, I met him through Colt Walden, um, a good, good friend of mine and my barber. He's been my barber for years. Just a very driven person. Shout out to you, Colt. And um, I saw this post that Colt put up. And it was this dude lifting some heavy ass weight, and he had um he had Colt's shirt on. It was a Colt's oh my gosh, since Cola House. Thank you so, so much. Out. I just totally yeah, <laughs> sponsored athlete. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I saw that shirt and I was like, hey Colt, who's this dude? And uh, he told me so. I sort of tracked Josh down and went through his Instagram, and he 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 stalker. Ha- A thousand percent, yeah. I actually sort of felt guilty the first day we met. I was like, just so you know, I I legit went through your Instagram, stalked you. But I just saw so much aggression, so much much power, so much seriousness, so much commitment, so much grit. And I've talked about it before that, you know, the, the circle that you surround yourself with, those five people, who you're going to end up being like them. And this is someone that I, that I want in my circle. You know, I I just, there's so much good I can feel and see in him. Um, so I was excited when he said he wanted to come on the podcast and we really haven't, you know, scripted anything out or thought about what we're going to talk about. I really just want to talk about his journey. So rather than me running my mouth any longer started out by, by saying, you know, who are you and how did you start in fitness?
0: Okay. Uh, I feel like I should start off with an uh, advisory warning. I don't have a filter. I cuss <laughs> profusely. Um, and I, I, I say that to everybody I meet because uh, that's who I am. So the moment I start censoring what I say is the moment I start censoring myself, you're not going to get me. You're going to get a version of me. It may be a good version, maybe a bad, bad version, but it's not the version that I want to bring to the table. Uh, so starting with that, I'd have it no other way. Sorry, yeah, people. I like that. Close your ears. Anyways, uh, my name is Josh. Uh, I'm a personal trainer and a competitive powerlifter. I compete in the USPA uh, in the 90 kilo and 180 or 81.5 kilo, so 181 pounds and 198 pound. And what is,
2: and what is the USPA for anybody that doesn't know? United
0: States Powerlifting Association. Okay. There's a ton of different federations. You can compete in a ton of different stuff, uh, but that's just the one that I choose to compete in. It's uh, close. They have local meets. It's nice. Got it. Uh, but I kind of got into fitness. Wow, man! I, I grew up playing sports. I uh, played baseball most of my life. I was always active as a kid. Always out in the woods, running around, climbing trees, playing with my cousins, doing doing anything physical. Um, got into high school. And started playing football. Uh, beefed up a little bit. I was a, a chunky, chunky.
2: You showed kid. me a photo. It was night and day oh, what you looked like.
0: Lord, my freshman year, I was probably 220 pounds of just fat assness. Like, <laughs> didn't have a muscle on my body, just a bitch made person. And I uh, started playing football. And it was around freshman year um, I started getting into weightlifting, bodybuilding magazines. I worked at Albertsons at the time. Uh, and any like the old bodybuilding magazines that they were throwing out, I'd snag them, bring them home and just like read them and just look at these pictures. And I remember ripping out pages of these magazines, sticking them up on my wall of like Jay Cutler and- I already love this story. And Schwarzenegger, (laughs) of course, Arnold and, you know, Ferrigno just putting them on my wall and thinking like, I'm gonna be these guys. And I remember it was probably ninth grade getting this shitty little set of pig iron weights from Walmart. It's this crappy, crappy set of dumbbells and just doing curls, looking at you know Ferrigno and Cutler and these guys. And now that I'm saying that, it sounds a little homoerotic, but it wasn't, <laughs> it was purely for the pump, purely for the pump people. Um, but uh, tore my rotator and uh, my labrum in high school, tore it two different times playing football. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was gonna have scholarships and go on to be a NFL superstar. That obviously didn't happen. Um, got out of high school, had my surgery, Uh, once my surgery happened, I couldn't lift anything, couldn't do anything active for like six months. I was in a sling, had to go to therapy. It was terrible Mm. in that six month time period. And kind of just graduating high school into college thinking, Oh, you know, it's time to party. I want to drink beer. I want to hang out with girls. I want to do whatever I want to do. And that's what I did. I beefed up big. I mean, 260 pounds, just terrible. I went from,
2: and how, and how tall are you? six foot. Okay. Six
0: one it. with my Nikes on, but, I'm talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, at, at, in high school, you know, senior year, I was in decent shape. I lost a, you know, good amount of weight just from playing football, lost all that with the the surgery and the party and, um, got really, really big. And then I, for whatever reason, just hated myself. Um, I hated being that big. I hated looking in the mirror and just seeing who I was. And so I, I decided to lose weight.
2: Was there a trigger for that? Was there like one specific moment or?
0: I wouldn't say there was one specific moment. I mean, I, I'd kind of always felt that kind of like we had talked earlier about that. I, I wasn't ever good enough. Um, you know, I, I didn't like what I saw physically. I didn't like who I was mentally. I didn't like what I was, who I'd become, what I was going into. And that was pretty much my whole life. Like I had never found my, my thing, my yeah. like, this is it. This is what's going to make me be the person who I'm supposed to fucking be. And, you know, so, so kind of taking taking another step back. Uh, really, you know, I beefed up, I decided to lose weight and I didn't know anything about it. I wasn't going to get in the gym. I was just going to like stop eating. So I went to eating one time a day, like 90% of America does when they think that's how you lose weight. Right. And, uh, it helped a little bit. Like I lost a little bit of weight. Well, then I found Adderall. And if you've never taken Adderall, uh, Not advising you to do it by any means, but if you take an Adderall and you're not supposed to, you have all the energy in the world, and you don't eat.
2: Yeah, it'll burn you up.
0: Yeah. So I dropped weight, I mean, just dropping pounds, dropping pounds, dropping pounds. Hmm. Around the same time, found cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) I love the person I am on cocaine. Really? I do. I feel great. But it's for a very short amount of time. Huh. You know, you... you, (sighs) do that line and you're like oh man I'm fucking superman I can do anything <laughs> and then it wears off and you're like no 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 I want to be superman again like I want to I want that feeling back yeah. so wow. you know you're, you're constantly chasing that that high that that feeling of like you know I'm a god you want that wow and you know so found found the Adderall found the coke uh Molly I mean mdma ecstasy jesus i I partied for a long time probably from 20 to 24
2: okay partying hard what years was that for some reason i always i always ask the person that i'm talking to what dates it was because for some reason it puts me into what was i doing at that time and i don't know why I've, i've always done that
0: Uh, So it was probably 2010 to 2014, uh, right around that time. Um, Obviously, like, more so towards the beginning, tapered off a little bit, kind of towards the end. Um, Around 2014, 2015, I went through EMT school, uh, registered EMT with the state of Florida. I'm not active, so I don't work on a truck or in an ambulance, but I keep my licenses, current up to date, just for shits and giggles, basically. They might have actually almost lapsed. I need to look into that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> went through EMT school, and it was around that time I kind of started getting back into the gym a little bit. Not really anything serious, of course. I had to do you know PT tests for EMT, like you had to be able to drag a 150 pound dummy, and you know just make sure you could do certain physical things yeah, that you weren't going to get injured on the job. Um, did so, you,
2: feel, as a trainer, did you feel like it was adequate? That's something that's always very interesting, not interesting even to me.
0: Close, man. Really, like, there was some of it when we would. Uh, Use our ourselves and our classmates as our you know dummies, like having to actually carry a, a dead quote unquote right. body or just a you know someone who's not moving. Right. Um, that's definitely way more realistic than a dummy. You know, a weighted mm-hmm. 150 pound dummy is Much not different. the same as a 150 pound person sure. with limbs and water swishing everywhere, yep. and you know you might misstep and they teeter over mm-hmm. and they flinch or something. Yeah, it's it's not, even, not yeah. even close. And now looking back, knowing what I know, there were so many things mm-hmm. that need to be revised about that I bad. I'm not in the position to, <laughs> to do anything so that
2: was a little Matt's ADD moment so you're good go ahead
0: yeah. Um. so get through EMT school um, I'm going to take my national certification uh, for EMT so I can go pretty much anywhere the girl I was dating at the time um, worked for a company that was going to relocate her eventually so I had to have something that I could go anywhere in the in the country and work so I figured EMT I can Makes get my sense. national sure. cert and just and just do it um, around, uh, 2016, um, my childhood best friend, Keith passed away. Mm. Uh, keep in mind this whole time, I'm still, you know, experimenting with Coke and, you know, drinking every now and then, uh, I say every now and then I was going out at least once a month getting blacked out drunk. I mean, when, wow. when I drink, it's to excess. I don't know how to just have a beer and have fun. Yeah. Uh, so my best friend passed away and that was probably probably the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life um, because of the circumstances around it. You know, he, he died in a single car crash coming home from Birmingham after a job. Mm. Um, roads were wet, lost control of the truck, hit a tree. Yeah. And, you know, I know that happens all the time. You know, people hit trees and pass away all the time. But Keith, that's not how he should have gone. He was a, uh, he was a really strong person. Um, you know, growing up, I remember being at the hunting camp with him and him just diving off a tree stands, reaching out for other tree branches and just riding those trees down like fucking Tarzan. (laughs) The the kid was, was bulletproof, you know, and, and for him to, to be taken like that really, really fucked with me. And it, I mean, still to this day, I, I can't fully accept that that's how it happened. Um, so you know when he passed away at the funeral I was on more cocaine than a human should have been on uh, I remember standing at his casket with uh, you know people still there right at the fu- and then the end of the funeral they were about to put him in the ground and I did a bump and lit a joint you know not caring who was there who was with me I was in so much pain so much hurt that that was the only thing that would comfort me and it was it, just numbing it was a hundred percent numbing yeah. it wasn't even you know I mentioned earlier that you get that feeling of like I'm Superman I'm a god it wasn't even that it was wow. just like there's so much pain that this is the only thing that will take the pain from me and it got to the point where you know I was spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day on my habit really yeah um not good not not healthy not good and it it got to the point where i realized that the road i was going down was going to kill me and that i still had all this pain and all this hatred and anger from my entire life from you know my childhood of you know my dad not being there and you know me feeling like i wasn't good enough and then losing my best friend you know the one person who truly knew who i was not having any of that you know i i felt like i I was never going to get rid of it for anything. I just had to find something else to pour it into, and I was in the gym a little bit and I realized like all right, fuck it i'm just gonna I'm just gonna go in the gym like I kind of get a little bit of the sensation of of that that high that that motivation you know obviously serotonin or dopamine gets released when you work out exercise, you feel better afterwards. but I, I kind of started getting onto that, and I have an addictive personality regardless. Uh, so when I got into the gym, it just it took over my life. I mean, I was there two a days, six days a week yeah. for a while. And, you know, I, I got in really good shape. I, you know, lost a lot of weight. I got strong. And it kind of, it started to go away a little bit. That feeling of the numbingness started really? to go away. N- not to where I felt better, but I just, it wasn't the same. I had to find something else. Like I, I knew I was, I was at the right door, but I just, I didn't know which door to go through. And then I found powerlifting. And I can honestly say powerlifting saved my life. Wow. wow. So squatting, benching, and deadlifting, three simple fucking things are the reason that I'm sitting here talking to you right now. And I I couldn't be more thankful for that.
2: Wow. That's like... So I've teared up a handful of times and like I've had goosebumps because in the very beginning you were talking about like you felt like you didn't have like this direction and like and you've explained it to me before and I'm going to let you keep talking here, but you've explained it to me before. It sounds like like you truly found yourself through fitness.
0: Yes. Um, I mean, I like we, we've mentioned before um, I've had every job in the world. Okay. And I get bored very easily and it was always, and I now knowing what I know now and looking back, it was because I wasn't in the right thing. Okay. I wasn't doing what I should have been doing. So doors closed, other doors open so I could get to the point where I'm at now. And you know, it, it, it's funny looking back now, especially knowing what I know that, you know, when I was in high school and had those pictures of Cutler and Schwarzenegger on the wall, it's like, why didn't I, like, why didn't I do that back then? Like what, why didn't I see that that was the direction I was supposed to be in? Why didn't I see that that was the person I was supposed to become? Not saying I'm ever going to be Mr. Olympia or, you know, set world records or anything, but I should have known then that fitness and exercising was what I needed to be in.
2: I don't know, and and it's not that you're asking me. I don't know, but I like. Initially, my feeling was, it sounds like it. It took so many tragic situations to get you to that point, to sort of prepare you to have the gratitude that you constantly have, and that's something that you've, you've. I've I've been able to feel off of you that you are you're very you're very aware and you're very grateful, and had you done that then, I wonder, would you have that amount of gratitude stuck with it? Would your life be, you know, it's like the butterfly effect.
0: I don't I don't think I would have. No. I think it is, and I guess I've never looked at it as it took, you know, losing my best friend to get me here, but it it honestly did, you know, it because if he wouldn't have passed away, we still probably would have been, you know, drinking and doing blow to this day. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be who I am, and, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is who I'm meant to be. Yeah. I know the the first time we met and talked, I told you, uh, one, uh, a definition of hell that I heard was on the day that you die, you meet the person you were supposed to become. Wow. And I don't want, and and we're all meeting that person. Like we're all going to die. That's inevitable. That's, that's the only thing that's guaranteed us in life is death. And I don't want to die and meet that person and it be who I am right now. You know, I don't want it. You know, if, if I die and the person I was supposed to become is some little pencil pushing couch potato, little snap city, bitch, fuck you. Man. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm so glad I went
0: down the road I did, but I, I don't feel like that's the person that I'm going to be when I die. I feel like if, when I meet that person, it's, I'm going to be looking in the mirror man, and you know, I, awesome. it, it took, it took, what I'm 29 now. It took 28 ish years well, I say 28, no, 26-ish years for me to figure that out, for me to get to powerlifting, to get into this, into who I'm supposed to be.
2: That, which I'm really, gra- I'm really glad you brought that up because that was like, of all the things we talked about, because we talked about a lot with the, the little yeah. time that we spent lifting together the first time we hung out, uh, but that was the most impactful thing that you said of all of it. And it was just like the way you phrased that was – precisely the reason. That's like that's how you are, who you are, what you personify. And I was like, oh my god my I got first of all, I got to have this guy in my circle and second of all, he's got to be on the podcast. Um
1: So, a little off a little bit of a jump from what we've been talking about, but now, what could you say what is happiness to you and do you think you're there? There's no right or
2: wrong answer. It's just whatever pops in your head. Now, I'm putting See, you on the spot here.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm going to sound like a total powerlifting fanboy. Happiness for me is Picking up something heavy. I mean, uh, the deadlift is probably my favorite lift. I love squats more than anything, don't get me wrong. There's Nothing feels better than putting hundreds of pounds on your back, taking that shit to the floor, and standing the fuck back up. (laughs) There's just something about it. But there is nothing more primal you can do with your clothes on than deadlifting. Yep. (laughs) If you want to truly see God... Put 500 pounds on the bar and try to pick it up. You want to have a religious experience? Do that. Yep. That is now my drug because I get that same "I'm a god, I'm Superman" feeling wow. when I pull a PR. I, I have a meet in personal
2: October. record, just in yep, case you sorry, guys didn't know. No, you're good. Good. Uh, <laughs> I have a meet in
0: October where I'm hoping for a 600 pound deadlift. Wow. Not impressive. I mean, there's tons of stronger guys out there, but that's neither here nor there. If I get that, and I'm, I should get it, that's going to be the best feeling to date of my life.
2: I have you know, goosebumps right now. Just,
0: and, it, you know, I have a girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. The day I met her, happiest day of my life by far. Sure. But it's a completely different feeling. You know, I, I get love and affection, and I, I feel empowered by my girlfriend as well. But when I'm on a platform or when I have a bar that I have to, to do something with, it's me in the bar you know, it's nobody else there. It's, it's what can you do? How much can you put yourself through to get what you're trying to do? And nothing, cocaine doesn't do that. (laughs) You know, no drug does that. It's, that's the only thing in my life that I found that gives me that full fulfillment. Like I I feel, I feel full when I get done lifting or while I'm lifting, I, I, I have this sense of just of warmth and like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am meant to be under a fucking bar putting my life into this. And you know, it, it, it may sound strange to some, like I, if, you know, if lifting or exercise isn't your thing, I can totally understand. Sure. That. You know, find, find for you what gives me this feeling. Right. You know, it just so happens that it's three simple moves for me. Yeah, That's, that's all it is.
2: Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's very obvious that that's happiness to you with the amount of like the emotion that you just poured into <laughs> yeah. that is perfect. Um, so, what is something that you struggle with still? Still, like, still to this day, if it's something small, something big, something mental, something physical,
0: Man, um, uh, that motherfucker in the mirror. Really? God, yeah. Wow. Uh, even to this day, I uh, every morning I wake up, take a shit, get done, take my shirt off, look in the mirror. And I can honestly say, most of the time, I see who y'all are looking at now. You know, I, I see who I've become. Okay. Uh, but a lot of the times, I see old fat fuck Josh. Really. Like old two hundred and sixty pound beer drinking, no direction in life person. And it's it's something that that I feel that is always going to be there. And I'm I'm almost thankful that he is there, because that's the wow that's the fucking hungry wolf. All right. The, that's the, the constant tap on your shoulder. Like, Hey, you better keep doing what you're doing. You better stay on the road you're going to be on, or this is who you're going to become. I feel as almost if kind of going back to the, the day you die thing is I have that person who I was going to be when I died and who I am now is who I was meant to be. And that person's still like tapping me just like, Hey, motherfucker, don't come back. Don't come back. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. And he's not gonna, he's not gonna win. He, he can't. I, I have, I am willing to die for what I do. You know, if, if barring granted, I haven't had any serious injuries to date, thankfully, uh, haven't, you know, really hurt myself. But if for whatever reason, um, you know, a doctor would be like, Hey, you can't, you can't lift anymore. Like you're going to die. If you do this, pick out a casket, <laughs> I, like this is, this is what I'm going to be doing. If it takes me the rest of my life to put, you know, an extra 800 pounds on my total. All right, fine. If it, if it comes down to, okay, it's going to take a year off your life for every pound you put on. uh, Fuck it. Let's go. (laughs) Like it it is what it is. Uh, I don't have kids. I'm never going to have kids. Uh, even me and my girlfriend now, we're very unified on the the new kid front. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna have a legacy. When I die, that's my name. You know, my last name dies with me. Mm. I, I have a half brother, um, who has a son. Uh, we do share a last name, but it's a completely different blood bloodline. Um, my dad's side of the family is is out there for sure. Um, so you know, my legacy is not gonna be a person or a place. My legacy is gonna be what I do in this sport, and. You know, it, it, I'm still young in it. I'm still fresh in it. And you may not know me now, but as C.T. Fletcher said, you will know me one day.
2: Dude, I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm literally getting teary-eyed with, like, w- what he's saying. It's just, a, like, the amount of, like, passion that goes into it is just... Um,
0: and if anyone listening thinks that uh, I'm bullshitting or, or making any of this up, come squat with me. You can ask Matt. <laughs> this is as real as it fucking gets. He, he
2: can move some weight, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: let let me ask something so if if you could tell old josh something before you started this transformation if you could go back and tell him something what would it be that's a good question
0: you know i've i've thought about that a few times actually um obviously with me being a trainer now and almost being 30 fuck, i hate to say that (laughs) there's obviously younger kids or younger cats in the gym that come in and you know there's a couple of them that i've kind of you know gravitated towards that i see something in Mm. um Mainly, they're the guys that don't come in there and just, oh, let me do a bunch of curls. Let me take some pictures, post on you know, Instagram. All right, cool. I'm done. They're the guys that come in and work. Right. Um, you know, and I, and I tell them, like, man, if I was your age, like, if I could go back, like, I would, I would be hitting it just as hard as you're hitting it now. I'd be doing the things I'm doing right now. But, but if I'm being real with myself, I wouldn't tell that motherfucker anything. I'd sit wow. there and just watch him. Because it took all of that to get here. Oh uh, yes. And people, people don't understand that. People, there, there is no reset button. Okay. It, it took everything, every trial, every hardship, every failed relationship, every joyous moment, every little tiny thing, whether you picked the penny up off the sidewalk or you just kept walking. It took all of those moments to get to this. And it, this isn't the end. Like this is part of the beginning. Like this, it, it took years. It took two decades plus to get to where I'm at, but that's what it took. I like that.
2: You need a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Uh, (laughs) My gosh. I
0: can only tell this story once. It's so good. It's
2: so good. I just want to keep my mouth shut and just let you keep talking. Um, All right. So I'm talking about someone that wants to get started. What would you tell somebody if you could narrow it down to one thing, and if you can't maybe you know two or three two or three things, what's the most important piece that you feel as a trainer going through it to get started to just get started to get healthy to get well
0: what do you mean like as in
2: I guess maybe like what steps would be the best to start taking to start getting healthy?
0: The first step and I think it's really the only true first step is find your why i j- <laughs>
2: You need to be in my chair because I don't need to be here.
0: No, I mean, it's the truth. Like, so, you know, going back when I first got into the gym, it was just kind of like, I just want to get healthy. Like, okay, getting healthy is okay. That's cool and all, but what is getting healthy? Like, is that not drinking soda anymore? Or is that changing your entire nutrition plan? Is that, you know, is that getting active? Is that getting your ass up off the couch and just getting into the gym and getting on a treadmill? Like, what what is healthy like that's a very broad category so like find your why like you want to get healthy for your kids so you can play with your kids when they're older and not be a fat fuck do you want to like do you want to be a strong person because stronger people are harder to kill i mean what is the purpose figure out why figure out why
2: i i i just per us I, I fully fully agree with you
1: now, I think my takeaway from this conversation is that you took a situation, you were at a crossroads at one point of, you yes. could say, you know what, I have this shit situation mm-hmm. and I'm just going to let it weigh me down for the rest of my life. And this is going to be the reason why, mm-hmm. but you took it and said, no, this is going to be my motivation yeah. to change my situation and make it better. And it continues to propel you. And I you- think that's definitely that's, yes
2: you took like you took full responsibility yeah. of it and you didn't let it like you said weigh you down you didn't let it sink you
0: yes definitely i mean it at the time i didn't realize that's what i was doing though right and looking back yeah i realized that's what i i was doing and and i now know that and have that perspective and that outlook on things and i try to to put that into everything i do every situation i come across is like is this an opportunity to grow is this is this something that is going to help me or is this something that's going to hurt me? And if it's going to hurt me, why is it going to hurt me? Is there going to be a reason behind this?
2: So you could easily say that you seek being uncomfortable.
0: 100%. Yeah. That comfort zone is a motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I hate that guy. That guy's a little baby back bitch. That's the guy sitting <laughs> in the comments on my videos that are like, you're form shit. Oh, I'm 160 pounds and I can lift more than you. Well, fuck you. Like, come do it then. Like, it, that's that's complacency almost. That's, that's yeah. laziness. That's all the things that you should strive to
1: not be.
2: So this is sort of off the record, but...
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're being recorded. Yeah,
2: I, well... <laughs> Josh and I have sort of talked about it. Like, what I'm doing, what Jenna and I are doing, is building a brand. And josh is he he trains people and i know that he's building a brand i know that he that he's wanting to do that like we've we're literally talking about him making a logo and stuff like that and you are the type of person that will be successful with this i can one billion percent i would put my life on it that you will be quote unquote successful whatever success is to you it's going to happen because of all the traits and all the things that you've said that define who you are, it's going to happen. And and to you, the listener, if if you can hear the amount of passion in his voice and he's used the, the, the pain from the past as not an excuse, but as fuel. And it's just, that is what it truly is about as far as developing yourself.
0: And I, I still do. Like, if you if you watch videos of me, especially, like, deadlifting, squatting and benching, you can't really see my face just because of the angle I have to get from my coach. But deadlifting especially, you can see my face. I mean, I'm truly powered by rage.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean, I, I, before I get to the bar, I, I have a little ceremony thing I do with chalk and my belt and ammonia, if need be. But, you know, I have these little steps, this little ceremony I go through. And as I'm going through it, I'm thinking about every shitty thing that has ever happened to me. I am getting so hurt and so pissed and so just upset with myself for all of this that I have to put it on that bar. I build up so much anger. And if anybody watches like Dragon Ball Z, you know, going Super Saiyan, just gathering that energy, I take that. You know, there's good energy and there's bad energy. And I take all that bad energy and I put it into one moment. And, you know, it, it truly is being powered by rage, powered by anger. And, you know, we have those thoughts and those emotions, and they're not going anywhere. you just got to figure out how you can put it into something positive. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. what to do with it. Yes. Yeah. You can't
2: yeah. stop your thoughts, so use them. Yes. Well, I think that's awesome. I, I mean, what I want to do is I want to plug all of your information. So in the description, you're going to be able to find all the links to find him, you um, you live, you're you're not in Pensacola, you're in Pace, yeah, right? I live in Pace. Yeah. Okay. In
0: Pace. Uh, I train at Riviera Fitness currently. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that one Yeah. Right now. Uh, but I'm only on Instagram at okay. Lift and Eat. Okay. Uh, or Lift Neat, however you want to okay. spell that. Um, I try to be as, as old school as possible with how I branch out. And I know you've kind of talked to me about the podcast and the YouTube, and I, definitely something I kind of want to look into, but I – I don't want to be marketed sure. by anything. So you're never going to catch, you know, a, a sponsored ad for right. my page on your Instagram. I want you to find me because you know somebody that knows me.
2: Because you saw um, a video of your barber yes. and then you could see the because aggression <laughs> through the through the Instagram story. You,
0: you found me because you just happened to, you know, I was a suggested friend and you're like, oh shit, that guy, like, I want to talk to him. Like, yep. I want to lift with him. I want to meet him. yep And, you know, yeah, I, I am a... I guess gym bro. I have a certain look to me. I'm big and bearded and somewhat muscular. But you know, no, I, you're, no, you're muscular, <laughs> bro. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> probably one of the chillest people you will meet. Once you once you get past this hard quote unquote exterior, like I'm chill. I will sit down and talk to you about anything. I'm the biggest nerd. I love games, Star Wars. You know, I I do all kinds of nerdy shit. But you know, <laughs> it just. I don't know. People, people see certain things and I guess get a, a, an impression of that without even, you know, that old, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, you really can't do that because you're missing out on, on true gold, on true, you know, people that bring realness to you. Yep. And I I don't know if I told you yet, I did leave a uh, comment on iTunes. Oh man, that's awesome. And I, I will say this for everybody. Uh, these people are probably two of the most authentic people I've ever met. And that was kind of what the comment was. It awesome. was just authenticity. Wow. Uh, they do have a passion for this. They do genuinely care. And uh, granted, I haven't known them very long. Jenna, I've known you for all of, uh, I think, an hour now. Yeah, about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. An hour. Solid 60-minute yeah. relationship. <laughs> uh, but they, they truly care. And uh, they're very, very genuine people.
2: Dude, thank you so much. Thank that's you. that's yeah. This, that's has, been awesome a, this has been amazing. This has been amazing. Um, I'm going to plug Josh's information in the description. Um, Yeah, this has been incredible. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I didn't say it at the top of the show, but leave a review on iTunes, and you will get a free shirt coming to you until October. now until October 16th 16th of 2019. 2019. So, Josh, you got a shirt coming your way, brother. Um, Unless you all got any closing remarks. You got anything, Jenna?
1: I think we covered it all.
2: Anything else you want to say? Um,
0: I mean, there's a lot I want to say, but no, that's (laughs) that's pretty much it. We'll have to have you back on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Guys, we'll talk to you next week.
0: This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube.
1: Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday, every day.